It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seven o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the seven o'clock report. If you park on the street in West Jordan, listen carefully. Police are giving drivers one chance to move their cars off the street so the plows can get through. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with the latest. Adam? Do we have you, Adam? No, I'll take it back to Adam. We'll have to check back. We do have some snow falling right now in Utah County, making for a rough drive. Andy Farnsworth with a little extra check of traffic for us this morning. Andy? Yeah, the snow's really intensified in the Lehigh area. It's been moving around Utah County, but it, up until just in the last little bit, it's stuck in Utah County. I'm starting to see snow creep over the point and now affect some people on the south end of Bangor Highway as well. But the worst traffic, SR-73, and then both directions of I-15 between Lehigh and American Fork right now are at the worst They've sent the plows through several times, but uh, they keep having to do a second job because the snow won't stop. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. To say this year's snowpack is impressive would be an understatement. KSL News, uh, KSL News Radio's meteorologist Kevin Eubank takes a look at the normal snow depths this time of year and what we currently have. Tony Grove would typically have 80 inches on the ground, 77 Farmington Canyon, Strawberry 40, 64 Cedar Breaks. You ready for this? Tony Grove has uh, 111 inches on the ground, 31 inches more right now than what is typical. 40 inches more at Farmington at a depth right now of 117. We're up two feet at Strawberry, Skyline Drive, and Cedar Breaks. Incredible snow numbers. Not only is the depth there, but the water in the snow is there. It just couldn't be a better scenario. Now the trick is keep it coming and melt it off in a way that we can just capture as much of it as we can. Get it into the reservoirs, get it into the lakes, get it into the streams where we where we need it. Yeah, maybe keep it coming up there. But if you've got it stacked up in, in front of your house in uh, West Jordan, better not leave your car on the street. Andy, uh, or Adam Small is with us this morning, Adam. Tim, a lot of drivers have probably already uh, gotten these pink slips on their cars. Uh, those are from the police trying to get them off the road so the plows can clear them. Lieutenant Joe Monson with West Jordan Police Department tells KSL-TV all these cars are actually creating a safety issue. It just becomes a safety issue for people trying to get in and out of their neighborhoods, in and out of their driveways, in and out of their houses. Uh, if the snow plows aren't able to get through, then, then it really becomes a problem for the neighborhood. Now, if you do find one of these bright pink slips on your car, it's your only warning. No excuses. So if you don't move, a tow truck just might, or you'll at least get a ticket. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. All the new snow means avalanche danger in the canyons and mountains across the Beehive State is considerable. Details from KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff. Avalanche forecaster Craig Gordon says it doesn't matter what activity someone's doing. Even something as simple as running or walking the dog could trigger a slide. Any place where you have more people in the mountains have- of course, you have the more potential for people to trigger avalanches. He tells KSL-TV if you're going into the backcountry or even the foothills, you'll want to have the latest forecast for the area you're going to be in. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. Utahs will probably be swarming to the slopes this weekend thanks to all this fresh powder. Snowbird Communications Manager Sarah Sherman tells KSL at night that UDOT works hard to keep the canyon road safe. SR-210 has 
some of the highest avalanche hazard in the United States with a lot of avalanche paths running across the road. So they close it so they can mitigate those avalanches, clear the roads for people to drive up safely. Sherman says resort conditions can change at the drop of a hat. Some great resources include the resort's website and UDOT's website for road conditions. KSL's top national stories this hour. Ukraine marked the first anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion overnight with a defiant President Volodymyr Zelensky speaking to Ukrainians in a video address. Zelensky calls February 24th, 2022, the longest day of our lives. He then pledged to push for victory this year. ABC's Patrick Rievel is in Kyiv this morning where people are bracing for a potential large-scale attack. Ukrainians are bracing to see if Russia will launch more missile strikes to mark the anniversary. And overnight, the UN General Assembly has overwhelmingly backed a resolution calling for Russia to withdraw immediately from Ukraine. That is a very powerful signal that the world is still appalled a year later by Vladimir Putin's war. The president and U.S. allies are marking the one-year anniversary of Russia invading Ukraine with a virtual meeting and talk of more sanctions. G7 nation leaders will hold a video conference with Ukraine's President Zelensky to coordinate the next round of military aid as well as delivering more economic punishment. Go after more Russian banks, Russia's defense and technology industry. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre saying other nations are planning on tightening their economic vice on Russia as well. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Did you see the pictures yesterday from Paris? No. Uh, landmarks around the world were lit up to support Ukraine oh. on the one-year anniversary. Uh, Eiffel Tower shined with blue and yellow colors of Ukraine's flag last night. And in London, they took paint, blue and yellow, and spread it all over the streets. And mm. people were actually driving through it. So it looked like the Ukrainian flag as you were going down the road. Oh, that's wonderful. First look traffic now on the 7 o'clock report, and here's Andy uh, Andy Farnsworth. And right now, the big delays are Utah County, where the snow's affecting the drive, as uh, just like it was earlier in the week. Uh, the line of snow stops at about Bangor Highway in Draper, but it goes uh, and affects traffic as far south as Springville right now, as well as a lot of uh, traffic having trouble getting between Cedar Fort and Saratoga Springs and Eagle Mountain along SR-73. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The University of Utah's first safety conference takes place today. On the heels of a big settlement between the school and the family of murdered student Shifan Dong comes a day-long conference focused on campus safety. Dr. Jill McCluskey is set to deliver the keynote address at 920. The conference will explore trends, new approaches, and best practices to prevent cyber attacks, explain federal law related to firearms and opioids, a discussion on the year of bomb threats at the U, and explore of the work of the university's behavioral intervention teams. The safety conference runs through 5 p.m. at Eccles Alumni House. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. Former Hollywood mogul Harvey Weinstein will likely spend the rest of his life in prison after getting another 16 years behind bars for rape and other crimes. Jennifer Siebel Newsom was among Weinstein's victims. What Harvey Weinstein did to me was the worst. His assault was excruciatingly traumatic. And for years, he walked away unfettered while I spent years nursing my wounds. She posted this video to her social media following the sentencing. Just into the KSL newsroom, inflation went up unexpectedly in January. A new federal report shows inflation went up 5.4% from a year earlier. That's up by 0.1% from December. Former South Carolina attorney and accused double murderer Alex Murdoch is 
do back on the stand today. ABC's Jacqueline Lee has more on yesterday's testimony. Alec Murdoch taking the stand in his own defense, immediately denying he killed his wife and son. Did you take this gun or any gun like it and blow your son's brains out on June 7th or any day or any time? No, I did not. Murdoch admitting he lied about being at the crime scene in the minutes before the murders. The once prominent South Carolina attorney saying he was paranoid because of his opioid addiction. And when asked about the millions he stole from clients of his law firm. I took money that was not mine and I shouldn't have done it. Murdoch faces 99 separate charges of financial crimes. The NTSB has released its findings on the toxic train derailment in Ohio. Their findings show an alarm alerted the crew about an overheated axle. Eleven of the train cars carrying hazardous materials were derailed after additional brakes were applied to stop the train following the alarm sounding. Five were carrying more than 115,000 gallons of vinyl chloride, which is an explosive. The investigation is uh, still underway. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.